All right, all right, all right. It is time for an episode of Dabbling Dribbling. But before we get in, we want to make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on we're on Instagram. Yeah, yeah still. Those, yeah. those are those are words um, at Dabbling Dribbling. And obviously, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and uh, Apple Podcasts. For great, sure, great places to listen to us talk and gab about all of the things that we talk and gab about. We out here. We out here doing what we do. Yeah. Um, so this episode, we talk about quite a few things. We kind of start off with some good news. I, I, I like that we start off with the good, good stuff news. Because it is nonsense after that. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it starts off with some good uh, naming. Yeah. Of, of new people to the world. And mm-hmm. then moves on to some... A little bit of government talk. Not too much. Just a little gabbing. Some some nonsense. The news of the day. Um, and, and you know, talking about some things uh, regarding, you know, our, our favorite episodes. Please make it, like, parts of our, not episodes, our favorite sections. Please make it stop. Mm-hmm. Men ain't shit. Things happen, Still right? messing up. Yep. Yep. And then we get into some basketball. Um, and this episode is really exciting because we, we really dive into... Um, the big thing that happened this past week in, in the NBA, history was made. Big history. So we talk about huge. that. Huge. 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 Um, <laughs> we, we really dive into that and really kind of talk, dive into even further about the Cavs and what is going on with that team. And Lord I feel knows. like we, we've been talking about this almost Lord every knows. episode and it is, it's starting to be a, a bit of a problem. It's my favorite uh, drama series. Yeah. Pretty much. And then we dive in quite a bit on the All-Star uh, games, which we, is going to be pretty exciting. So excited. Yeah. It's uh, so And just the way everything kind of played out, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty dope how that how that came to be. So definitely take a, t- take a gander at that, that segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and our dope people, I must say, are pretty dope in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, I particularly love mine. Well, yeah, I thought I mean, mine. I, and I love yours. For different reasons. Sometimes. Gets his just deserves, and I'm <laughs> glad that you appreciate them as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, let me let me live, right? Brian's got a lot of feelings at the end of this. You should just just get to it. You could just skip to the very end. We should have video recorded that. <laughs> it, it was bad. Dang. All right, let's get into this, hey? Yep. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. We are in week 15, 15 of the basketballs. Yes. All, all the basketballs are happening. They're bouncing. They're bouncing. But uh, before we begin, let's talk about some good things. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank yeah. you. What's going on? I just came back from the Western Coast where I was in Portland for the first time. So the Pacific Northwest. The Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Pacific. My- it was divine. Portland, oh, what a lovely city. And the Trailblazers were playing some games while I was did out you, there. Did you watch any? I watched them from the TV, like oh. everyone else in Portland, except for those at the arena. Mm-hmm. Nice arena mm-hmm. on the outside. The Trailblazer gear and logo is everywhere all over that city. I mean, what else is there in Portland? Outside what of legal, isn't there? Outside of legal weed. And basketball. The dispensaries. And I could go into the whole game of like <laughs> what Portland has going for it. But right. I will just suffice it to say, Portland left quite the impression on me. Because, I mean, you were just telling me that you think that you could even move there at some point. Maybe in the far, far future. New York has my heart. I was about to and say, then like, if if anything were to change. Right. Portland's, if New York like broke Portland's on deck. 
like Portland, like if New York broke your heart. Yeah, if if that were to happen, if New York broke my heart, like um, but do you Flavor have Flav, a heart? I mean, that it remains to be seen. Right. The, you it's, know, the jury's still out on that. Yeah. No one's quite. Do you have feelings? Um, it depends on the day. Yeah, it really depends on the level that. of BS that I <laughs> that I encounter, whether or not I have compassion. So, uh, but I'll tell you what, though, I'll just leave it brief, but. Portland, if it's anything like all of Oregon, there mm-hmm. is a there's an overwhelming niceness. When you step out of New York, you always forget how nice people are. Yeah, and not is it like New Midwest Yorkers, nice, or is it? Like it's like different... Midwest nice. Okay, but you you step out there, mm-hmm. and it's almost a niceness that is unnecessary, inappropriate, <laughs> just and nice... just and just inefficient. It's just inefficient. So it's niceness. really white. Oh yeah, it's definitely they are asking for brown and black. They are like, I mean, the diversity is increasing. I did see people of color out there. Good, that's good. But it is uh, something that is in, in flux. It's going up. Right, right, right. As uh, as they progress, but I yeah no, it was like you would walk in front of a car. Right. And maybe the light would turn mm-hmm. because. Out there, the lights turn immediately, not like in New York where right. the you light literally turns. literally have like 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, you have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. It turns, and then the car, if you're in the way, will not honk, will not make any gestures. They will just sit there and wait for you to just get across. That is a... I'm like, you need to stand up for yourselves, car. <laughs> Even if it's me, act like you're going to hit me. Just give me a little bit of a scare. Are you starting to act like me? A little bit. I'm just, I just want to be a little scared. <laughs> not, not, not like you're actually going to hit me, but just like I want to be afraid. I want to be I want to be a little afraid. <laughs> but it was You know lovely, how problematic overall. all of this is? This there is terrible. Was, it was okay. Uh, and they had lovely coffee shops and everything else. Oh, it was a beautiful town. That's awesome. City. Big town, I was small say, city. Like, I was about to say, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. What about you? Uh, things have been good. I feel like 2018 has been good. You know, there's challenges like any anything else, but... Um, I don't know. I just I feel like renewed this week. I feel that's good. Like I don't suck because there was a moment earlier this month that I was like, mm. maybe I suck at everything. I don't I, everything. I, yeah, like everything. Everything? Huh? You made a list? Yeah. Oh. And there was ever oh. and it was everything. You're like check. Yes like, or no? You're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just went through the list and I was like, oh, man. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm no. sorry to hear that. I no, don't it wasn't. You, it I wasn't. don't think you suck at everything. I was being very melodramatic here. But um, no, I just like, it was just kind of a lot of, I think when it's a new year, you have moments of reflection. And mm. in those moments of reflection, you just like wonder, is am I good at things the way that I think that I am? Whether it be personally, professionally, m- you know, mentally, whatever it may be. You oh, know? yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've just been taking care of myself because I can't really do anything else outside of that. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, control other people's reactions. I can't, you know, you know what I mean? I can't control other shit. Cosmic, cosmic nonsense. Yeah. I just can't do that. We and just so, zoom out and our problems are much smaller than we think they are. Yeah. And even like, I think a part of me has also been like, I've always been a people pleaser and that has like mm. slowly changed over the years. Um, and I think, uh, you know, that's, I struggle with that still every day. There's moments where I'm just like, why doesn't this person like me? Or like, mm. I don't think this person thinks I'm as good as I think I am. Mm. And, or, and just, mm. you just self doubt and just self deprecation and other just BS that is not one attractive or cute. So, and <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen me, but I'm both of those things. Ah, so, yes. so don't y'all forget it. I ha- um, I, personally, I'm saying this to myself because sometimes I forget it. <laughs> I have a friend who is, um, that I know who is 
she is a person of color mm-hmm. and she works in a different industry. Sure. And I always like, how come she's very confident mm-hmm. and it's very, um, you gravitate to her. Sure. And you're like, why does she, oh man, how does she have that? You know, right. you just look at her and the way she carries herself and the way she talks mm-hmm. and asserts her, uh, her interest. And the industry she works in is male and white heavy. Oh, so she's a diamond in the rough. And Well, a diamond in the rough, but you could see that through osmosis, she's kind of adopted Mm. like this mentality. And Uh. so I look at her and I think of that bag that is around the city that people wear, like the tote bag that Mm -hmm. says, walk with the confidence of a mediocre white man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what you need, man. She has it. Yeah. (laughs) She works with all white men and she's like, oh, yeah, I can do anything. Right. Bootstraps all the way. (laughs) Like, okay. And that's not problematic at all. No, but you know what? You know, if if you wake up in the morning and you can just say like, yeah, everything's okay and I'm adequate and Mm -hmm. I am more than enough and all that, it's... It's a really rejuvenating feeling. Yeah. So there's a balance, right? Yeah. And I've been yeah. meditating and, you know, meditating, praying, and just kind of like refocusing kind of the things that, you know, that I need to, mm. you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's working. Keep so it I'm good. centered. Keep yeah. it centered, friend. I don't, I don't need a BS. So, and I, as always, enjoy our weekly chats. Yes. Uh, because I will say this is a good... I mean, we should. This is like therapy in a lot of ways. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> even though even though we're not really we talking about. We work through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and like off mic, we work through a lot more stuff. But yes. People don't need to know that. <laughs> not not necessarily. So we go through this, and, and for me too, it's like, wait, how do I feel about these subjects that are really yeah. timely? Mm-hmm. It helps us like clarify. Yeah, it gives it gives perspective, which is always good. We got a list this week. Yes, we do. I figure we can start on some good stuff before we go through. Yeah. BS. Because, you know, why not, why not start with some positive? What we got? So just some, a couple of things, some good things that are happening. Um, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West. I found out that their, their kids are named just West, no Kardashian West. So it's Northwest, St. West. And the third child, the, the beautiful baby girl that they have, you know what her name is? Uh, you have no idea. I want to say Pepsi. <laughs> You're so dumb. Just because of, of the video with uh, which was the one who handed the Pepsi can? You mean Beyonce? No, 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 no. One of the Kardashians ended a protest in a oh, Pepsi commercial. Oh, uh, Kendall. K- Kendall. Kendall. Mm-hmm. Like there probably was a contract there. They're like, we'll give you X amount of dollars. Just You're, name this. Just kid. name your child. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi. Yeah. No. What's the name of this West? Uh, Chicago West. Kanye, you clever bastard. Right. This whole. His whole career has led up to this moment. Right. So your first child is a right. Your first child's name is a cardinal direction. Um, your second child's name is Saint, which is and I remember when North was named, people were like, "The like what that's the funny. hell?" Is I like, like the name North. Yeah, I like it now, but in the moment, I was like, "That's weird." And they call her Nori, which is kind of cute. That's I like cute. that. I like that. Um, I just like I named my dog Wrigley. So like I yeah, I am no I'm no one to judge here right because I clearly love Chicago. If I had another dog, will probably be named Addison because that's where like the Chicago like the Cubs um, stadium, the Wrigley Field stadium is yeah. on Addison. Or I would name my child like Benny or like my dog Benny from Benny just, the Bull. Why don't you just name him Chicago? Just, I just feel weird about that. He went direct. He just right. went straight I, up. Because like you can call Chicago shy, 
right? Because everyone calls Chicago Tri City. Probably could call her shy. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. Your name is Chicago. Yeah, that's that's the name of the baby girl. And people have made fun. They're like, is this like one I thought it was like a hospital show? Like Chicago West, like yeah. you know, oh, Law like and Order, like, or like uh, Chicago ER, yeah. or whatever that show was. That yeah. ER was uh, filmed in my mom's hospital. There was like no a floor that way. they did that. Yep, back in the day. Um, so congratulations to the West family. Beautiful. I, we've yet to see a picture of the baby, but her name is Chicago West. That's uh, innovative, and people sometimes. I mean, they name children after cities all the time. Right. Austin, Brooklyn, Memphis, Brooklyn. Right. Uh, Charlottesville. I don't know if that's someone's name. Charlotte, maybe, I but not Charlottesville. You big weirdo. <laughs> uh, I had. A, I once went to a uh, family barbecue. Uh-huh. Quick story, mm-hmm. like family reunion, mm-hmm. and it was on. Is it on your white side? It was on my white side. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who didn't know, Alex is a halfy. Yeah, so I showed up, <laughs> and I love my. I is love that my family. Derogatory that I called you happy. We, uh, we prefer half, half breed. If you're just gonna do the whole thing, just half breed. Thank you. I if appreciate that. If you're gonna go that. wheel into just, just racism, feel free to call me mud blood, whatever. Um, yeah. No, they. So I went there as the only mixed person at the barbecue Obviously. until we got a new family. Actually, mm. some new people in the mix, um, throwing mm-hmm. things in there. New people in to the, the mix. soup. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. So we. Uh, I went to this barbecue and I was sitting next to two aunts and one of them I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. I had never really interacted with her, but one I know quite well. Mm-hmm. She's very liberal and lives on the in California. Oh yeah. And I remember this. Song. They were talking about someone they know who had kids, mm-hmm. and they named the children Memphis and Austin. And the aunt that I did not know well said, "Oh, what are they doing to these kids? Mm. Like." Memphis, Austin. Those that seems like ba- like basic. That's not when you're at a barbecue where everyone is named after mostly like biblical characters. Sure, like that. Those are great names, and that's yeah. fine. It's tried and true. But when someone then names someone after a city, it seems far fetched. It yeah. seems out there. Makes and sense. And so. One of my aunts apparently said something to her after I walked away for no reason. I was just like going somewhere else. My aunt said to her, "That was very racist of you." Hmm. Right? Yeah. And she said this, and I... As a white woman. Did not hear this at all. Right. And then I got an email from that aunt that I did not know well. Somehow she got my contact information. She sent me the most heartfelt apology plea that she was not racist, and it was not meant to be racist, and she... Uh, wanted me to know specifically as that a bl- she as the black one as the black one that she <laughs> was not a in fact racist mm. and I was sitting there but thinking, you have some racist thought boo <laughs> well no but at the same time I don't know who they're talking about and I don't know if either one of them know the same person mm. and I don't know what color they are so right. if they were white people and my liberal aunt did not know that right and this person is assuming then, my liberal aunt is assuming right. that they are black. Mm, that's kind of racist too. Then that would be racist on the part of my aunt. Right, yeah. So I don't understand where it was, but I just gave, I was like, listen. This, this sounds super complicated. I was like, listen, auntie. Thank you. We met for 30 minutes. <laughs> you are blessed. I give you a pass, like whatever. Yeah. You just. As your one black nephew, but, you're yeah, fine. <laughs> you are, you are uh, forgiven. But I would also tell her, 
Just to give you context, there are people who've named their children Lemangelo and Orangelo mm-hmm. after lemons, Jello, and Orange Jello. So Austin <laughs> and Memphis are actually pretty common out here, and I've met a lot of people by that name. So just to give you, con- uh, you know, just so some you context, know. right? You know. So so Chicago, wishing you nothing but blessings because you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, sure, um, right. So one of the other things that I wanted to some other good stuff, uh, Marseille Martin. Do you know who that is? No. So she is in the show Blackish. Mm. She is my favorite character in Blackish. Okay. Her name is Diane Great. in Blackish. Um, she was just recently um, given, she had a movie idea. Uh-huh. Um, and the Kenya Burrs, who's the, is it Kenya? Kenya, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenya Burrs. Um, um, Kenya Burrs, he and a couple other people um, who Kenny Burrs is the one who also produced and created Blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went up to them and said, "Hey, I have this movie idea." She is now executive producing this movie. You want to know how old Marseille is? Uh, oh, don't! Is this gonna make me feel old? It's gonna, gonna make you feel like you've accomplished nothing. In oh, your life. damn it! No, <laughs> please, just I, do it. Make it stop. Make it stop. Just do it. What do you want me to guess? Just guess. Guess it. Guess the age. Um, 25. Oh, that's cute. This is, can I just say, I needed revoke your black card that you don't watch blackish. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. I, I'm sorry. I, it is one of the best shows I on TV. That. I believe it. Can you just watch it? No. You have my Hulu account. I just do it. It's not within me. <sighs> if I get on one show, I end up hooked on a show and that's like hours gone by. You don't have to like sit and watch it in one sitting. No, I don't have to, but my discipline is not such that I can get away from it. So I'll have that to. That sounds sit there. like a you problem. It is, but I'm aware of my addiction, so I don't engage. I just want to say you are less woke then. Yeah, that's fine. I'm absolutely lying to I, you. As that, long is, as that is a I joke. I'm not <laughs> chained to my tube. I just cannot. Uh, I can't partake. Okay. But I trust in what you're saying. How old is she? So you think twenty five? Think twenty five. She's 13 years old. No, no, no. Okay, so there's a threshold, right? <laughs> right, right so right. there's a point where it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. reasonable. Right, right, And right, then right. there's a point mm-hmm. where it's like, eh, fuck that. I don't care. That's absurd. That's She's 13. 13 years old. I believe she can do it. I believe it will be a good movie. She is, and she was also <laughs> the youngest NCAA nominate, not, no, NAACP mm-hmm. nominated actress in supporting, the uh, supporting actress in a comedy show. Sure. And so... I mean, she is incredibly talented. Listen, listen. She is like an evil genius on Blackish. It's lovely. I get that. Here's the thing. Uh, The brain Mm -hmm. develops at a certain way Mm -hmm. cognitively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are cortexes and Mm -hmm. hemispheres, and it's all very... You're not going to say that my girl, Marseille, is like stunting her growth. No. Better not say that. What I'm saying (laughs) is there are parts of her brain that are accelerating beyond the average person because she's around working industry adults all the time. She's She's getting a dose of that for sure. However, at the age of 13, you hit puberty, what, five days ago? (laughs) Right? So I I just want to say some of us hit puberty in single digit ages. So just saying. Sure. Fair enough. You don't know her life. But at 13. They also talk about that in Blackish if you watch it. Oh my God. <laughs> Th- 13 at that age, you haven't really experienced things like love and heartbreak to the degree that one does when they're older. And there are various things like that come with time. So she will direct and she'll do a good job. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't want. She's to- producing it. 
Okay, I would not at that age want to. If someone asked me at 13, would you like to produce a movie? I would probably say no. So the idea for the script is, I believe my understood understanding is, um, the it's a comedy that centers on a woman who gets a chance to relive her carefree life as a younger self, which is going to be her oh. character, when the pressures of adulthood becomes too much. So she's not talking about oh, something that is, is like... this is perfect. Oh, this is perfect for her. Then she has to do this. Yes, absolutely. Because you can only do this from the perspective of someone... Try to think about she the carefree self genius. at like 30. Yeah. You almost have I, amnesia right, around something. Yeah, that, is, that doesn't it's exist. It's fresh in her mind at 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. No, yeah. I... If someone told me that was the yeah, that's the, premise the hook, of then I would go if ahead and If you just gave it. me a second to talk, but you had to be a man and just like overtake the space. Well, what I had to say was very important. So <laughs> I'm glad that you listened. Thanks. Um, I love that I could call you out, but really not call you out at the same time. I love it. Um, so she's, which is so cool that she's going to be the executive producer and star in it. Like how dope. Like that for her to be able yeah, to do that. Yeah, that's a double whammy. Um, and then last but not least, the Oscar nominations came out the other day. And so as we know, Oscar So White happened last year and the year before. Right. Um, And so the Oscars did a, at least the voting body, uh, they did a lot to make sure that the voting body is much more diverse, younger, and lit at the end of the day. And that shows in some of the nominations that Mm. came up. So mm. some just some some good things that happened. Rachel Morrison is the first woman ever nominated for best cinematography. First woman ever. Ever. That says something, doesn't right? It? Right, and I believe it's for Mudbound that she. Uh, it's going to come up again because it's. You just said mud. You know, uh, didn't you just say mud something? Mud blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of talking about that and some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, Agnes Verda is the oldest nominee in the in Oscar history. Eighty nine year old Belgian born director earned her. F- Oscar nomination for best documentary. You better get it. 89 years old, never too old to produce art, which is lovely. Make it happen. Octavia Spencer is the first black Mm. actress to follow up an Oscar win with two nominations. So she won. The first black actress? Mm -hmm. So she won last year and this year she has two nominations. Not the first woman, not the first actress to do it, but but first black. And I believe she she is tied with Viola Davis in nominations as as actresses. That's which awesome. super cool. Um, Dee Reese is the first black woman nominated for best adapted screenplay category in Mudblood. Okay. Mudbound. Mudbound. Sorry. Not but because we were talking about something else. Gotcha. Um, so, which is a great, um, I've seen interviews with Dee Reese. She's just a really cool, dope person. And just, uh, she was on um, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah recently and it was lovely. Very good. Mary J. Blige is also. What? Hold on. Mary J. Blige is also in Mudbound, and she's the first person nominated for an acting performance and original song in Mudbound. This is so what Eminem happened. didn't get the nod. Get the fuck out of here. Eight Mile? I hate you. That's not a... Okay, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with you. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you have fuckboys out of your life. Mary mm. J. Blige, you, you mm. know the whole situation with his... With her uh, ex-husband was cheating on her for years with, like, his assistant. Like, for years. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, this is what happens when you get fuckboys out of your life. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that. Um, Yance Ford became the first trans director nominated for an Oscar. um, Which is, again, I think it's for a Best Documentary Feature, specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I believe. But either way, so great to have that to be a thing. You're going to love this. 
LeBron James got nominated for a train wreck? No. (laughs) That That was a few years ago. That was like two years ago. I was like, they were late. We will be talking about train wreck in a second, though. Oh, yes, we will. (laughs) So Greta Gerwig is the fifth woman ever nominated for Best Director for one of your favorite films, Lady Bird. I love that film. So first fifth woman ever to be nominated for Best Director. In the history of... Nomin- nominated. Not nom- win. No, just... This is all just, just nominations. nominated. Just nominated. Come on, y'all. The and, fifth and th- woman And she's ever? white. And she's white. And she's white. Like, <laughs> I... I... Oh. And I... And last but 1,000% not least, Jordan Peele is the first black filmmaker ever nominated for Best Actor... For Best Director. Fifth black filmmaker nominated. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask a question to Alex, Mer- Alex right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, have is you your s- question going to accuse me <laughs> of negligence in the yes, film theater? Yes, absolutely. Um, ask your question. Alex, um, Alexander, uh, I have a question for you. Um, mm. Have you watched mm. Get mm. Out? Mm. Get Out of where? The, the movie Get Out that Jordan Peele is nominated for. Jo- There's a movie? I need a it. film. So, ladies and gentlemen, can we all just Mr. Peel? Just this is oh, this can you is, give me your black card? Is this a sketch? Give me your black card. This is the Key and Peel fellow. I, nope. Yes. Yes, it is a Key and Peel fellow. Oh, the Luther guy, the angry one. Yes. Well, he's not the angry one. Isn't isn't? Uh, I'm sure I don't know who you're talking about. I hate you. Listen, I think Jordan Peel is hilarious. I <laughs> listen to several podcasts and watch Key and Peel. I am not emotionally ready to watch Get Out. However. It is on, what is it, Netflix now? Hulu. HBO. HBO. HBO Go. I came across it the other day and I said, okay, it's out. Alex, you can just sit up, curl up by yourself, and you can I just I will like, watch it with you if it's that emotionally. I will say I love that I watched it with someone who did watch it before. What? How did that help? Um, it helped with, like, it was more fun for them to hear, see and hear my reactions, but it was also uh. interesting that they were noticing things that I missed. Oh, okay. Because... Uh, I saw with people who saw it once before I did and also twice before I did. So they were all seeing because it is so brilliantly made. Brilliantly. And I know it is. And uh, Daniel Kaluuya um, is nominated for Best Actor. That's great. Do you know he's he's British? No, I did not know he's British. And I literally almost lost my pants when when he started talking. Is he talking... In his uh, accent. Yeah, and I well, not in the sh- in the movie, but in like interviews. In his interviews. And I lost my. I I was like, oh, but he has a beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, and they're gorgeous together. That's great. So. I'm sitting here squirming already because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about for a, a person of color who has endured. You know, you know how it is when you endure certain slights and microaggressions. Oh, I did one today, actually. Oh, fun! What you committed one? No, someone committed oh, like you, towards me. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. And no. Do you want to talk about it? You feel like I mean it's I mean it could time it's, and place. Yeah, I mean, I mean someone going someone, once. Someone said praise Allah <laughs> to me and try to hit on me because I had my scarf around my head. Uh, oh, was it a, another? It was person a of, it, it was a man who identified as. I, I didn't give a shit because I didn't. No, definitely was like a white man. Was he saying it in a like in a insulting? No, it was like a flirt. Praise Allah for you, babe girl. <laughs> And I said, the fuck? <laughs> and I, was like, I was imagining like a Ned Flanders. First of all, my name is not Baby Girl. Uh, yeah. Second of all, 
If I do praise Allah, great. But what the hell does he have to do with me? Right I was now? in my mind first imagining like a Ned Flanders square type guy with glasses yeah, and like a def- sweater. Definitely a construction worker. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Praise Allah, baby. Okay. Come on, guys. Get it together. As I mentioned, men ain't shit. But if you take that on, right? In, but in more spaces where it's sp- supposed to be void, mm-hmm. like white people who mean well, who are educated, and you go into a space like what is, I understand to be the premise of Get Out. Mm-hmm. I've been through those things. And to sit through a movie that is so artfully and artfully crafted it's gonna fuck with your brain it's you going to, to hurt so much I'm i want to can i watch it with you please please, please sure please, 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 sure please. that's fine it's just I'm gonna sorry. be really i'm gonna record all of this that's fine <laughs> yeah, I'm so but excited. that's cool the list you just made is really awesome and mary j Blige too like good on again her. get the fuck boys out of your life and you will succeed you will prosper Yo. ladies get the fuck boys out and gentlemen get the fuck boys out of your life listen get them out of your life listen guys we ain't shit. You ain't shit. Actually, let's <laughs> talk about that. We right, ain't shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, well, it's just, I guess, something really. Uh, Dr. Larry Nasser, he is now going to be in jail for like 175 years or something like that. Yeah. Big props to, for those of you who don't know, he was the doctor that molested hundreds, hundreds of gymnasts, elite gymnasts, um, some Olympic gymnasts that we all know and love. If you're living under a rock. Mm-hmm. Please just Google it. Uh, the judge did a really good job of, uh, he at one point, because it was a four-day hearing, and 156 women spoke about what he did. They like, had 156 people in four days? Four days. And so I think like the second day, he wrote a letter saying the emotional toil, the toll that it's taking on him emotionally and his mental health. He doesn't think he could do it for another four days or whatever the whatever it was. And that he thinks that it's like the judge trying to have a media circus around... All of this, and the judge was like, "Bitch, what?" Shut <laughs> like, up. Like, uh, nah. And the, the judge was like, "This is not about me. Like, you had, like, I'm doing my job the best way that I can, which is something I cannot speak that you did." Golly, man. So fuck him and fuck all the men who, or and people in general who have hurt innocent folks and in using their power to do that. And just huge, huge props to all of these young women that came forward and. Um, it's trying to um, snowball into just the larger gymnastics association um, because apparently they've all known about it, but like kind of hit it on their, you know, hit it under the rug and stuff. So still, many shit. So that's Damn, the thing. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you highlighted that. Yeah. The so, worst one I've heard in a while. I mean, it is disgusting. I mean, they're all, ba- I read some more on Harvey Weinstein today from oh, someone who accused him of stuff who used to be his assistant. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, you are gross, man. But like Larry Na- uh, Nasser, whole nother level. When we're talking about these is, is this children a- who are like 13 mm-hmm. to 16 years old. Some of them are like, they like start at like eight or nine, right? Like yeah. when you're an elite gymnast, you're doing this pretty early on. I think Simone Biles started when she was like 11 or 12 and that was late. In the like terms of like gymnastics, like elite gymnastics is concerned. I can't believe he said, I don't know if my mental health can take this. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Are you serious? I will say there is some <laughs> cri- criticism of the judge because the judge is like, it is my honor to sentence you. Like, that's a little like mean, but then yeah. also kind of implied that I, he, she hopes that he also gets like molested or not. Is that the the judge said that. Yeah, like assaulted when he he's in prison like uh, and that's not great 
Listen, I mean, you know what? Have you? I mean, I don't. I don't not wish that either. But I'm just, you know, it's not. But you know what I realized? There are um, judges in the world who really just tell you what they think. Well, in in this kind of hearing, in these kinds of hearings, it does get emotional because it's four days of this judge hearing 156 women directly talk to Larry Nasser yeah. and talk about how he's an asshole. Yeah. And the worst human, probably to ever walk this earth. Is there no jury for this? No, he has been. He's. He's been guilty. There's no oh, okay. like. There's no like. And he's this is guilty. just like final. Yeah, this is the final. Statements. Yeah, these are final statements and his sentencing. He was going to oh, go to jail okay. for like, yeah. This, this is, is the ceremony. Then yeah. he's right. It is a media circus. That is, but it in, is, in, but it's also incredibly intended. and it's it's also a cathartic thing that these women deserve. Yeah, at no, the very least. it's a media circus in the best way possible. Oh, hundred percent. Like buy your ticket, step on up, grab some popcorn because yeah. this is like a devastating tragedy. Mm-hmm. And now these women get to stand up there and finally say, "All right, you're getting what you deserve." Yeah, absolutely. One hundred seventy-five years. Or, or something like that. It's obnoxiously long and he deserves it. I think it's interesting that we don't, in the, we no longer in Western court system just say you're in jail for life without the chance of parole. Mm-hmm. We put a year number on it to just. Because I think extend. it's like federal and like, like there's a, like that's why it's like so long or whatever. It's just to accentuate like how bad the punishment was. Yeah. I think Saddam Hussein got something like 200 years or something. I forget what it was. Yeah, but I mean, they killed it anyway, so. Yeah, but it's like, we're going to give you this many years and you're dead. Yeah, and, like, and uh, I guess it's like, the, I guess it's an emotional, like it's an emotional thing when you do that, right? Yeah. Like I want to, f- I'm, I'm putting this like, you are such ter- you're mm-hmm. such a terrible human that you're never going to get out. 175 like, years. You, Even you, if you, you died, yeah. we'd still make your corpse go through this for another hundred years. Right. You know? Because we can. Yeah. Because you deserve it. Yeah. And um, shout out to the the brave women who did testify and speak up. Mm-hmm. And some of the statements that I heard were pretty beautiful and just strong conviction. And they reclaimed their voice and their power. Yeah. And like, I'm not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in my 20s. You, I'm in my 30s. You thought you had and, power, boo. Yeah. Let me tell you what happens when. Yeah. I'm not a victim anymore. Mm-hmm. And go fuck yourself. Yeah. And uh, to them and the families, like, hopefully this gives a little bit of closure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted, just because, you know, why not? Let's talk about this. Um, do you hear about what's going on with Monique and boycotting Netflix? No, Monique, again, she was in Precious. She was in Precious. Okay. And I've seen her on some other stuff too. Right. Back in the day, I used to see her a lot. Yeah. She hasn't been around as much, Mm -hmm. but she's an, she's a legend as far as a comedian is concerned. She is. Um, and so I'm going to have Monique say it. Okay. Then, then myself. So hold on. Let me see how I can pull this up. Let me pull this up on my phone. So Monique was, uh, working with, um, Netflix to potentially do a comedy special. Okay. And well, some things went down. And what? yeah, so real Mo world. There we go. Where are you? Here we go. And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this. Um, so just give me a second. Mm, yeah, yeah. Ready? Uh huh. Here we go. Ready? Oh shoot! As it started. Okay, everyone ready? Yeah, I am. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, 
Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends. However, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why should I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. Hey, my loves. Thoughts? Okay. All right. So let me get this right. All right. Chris and Dave got 20 mil. Yeah, legends. 20 mil. Amy got initially 11. And negotiated and two more. Two now. more. She had 13. Yes, that's how math Mo- works. Monique, half, 0.5 mil. Yeah. And she is, her grievance is that Amy is not making as much as the guys, and therefore that's gender bias, and she's mm-hmm. not making as much as mm-hmm. Amy, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's race but I missed it. So... She's saying, okay, so Amy, Amy's like, I should be making more than those guys because they are legends. I'm not touching that. But I think I should be making more. More. So he got, she got the $2 million yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. So Monique's like, why? Like, like, why is Amy, like, I have, like, what about my resume? Like, I am, do you know who I am? I've sold out, I've sold out arenas. I've, I've. I've been nominated for You're awards. You're speaking as Amy Schumer right now. No, no, no. I'm speaking as Monique. Oh. Monique, I've done oh, these things. she was saying... I right. thought she was saying Amy had sold out Madison Square Garden and had a big movie. No, yes. That's what Netflix was saying. So, like, so, so when they said Amy Schumer got two more million, yeah. she, she asked... Because before all of this, she's like, what about my resume? Like, I have actually more qualifications and more, you know... Um, as far as awards and things of like that are concerned that Amy does. Um, why can't I make at least, you know, 11 million or whatever. And Netflix is like, no, the reason why Amy has 11 million is because of all these different things. Like she sold out Madison Square Garden. She has a movie out. Like that's yeah. when, um, uh, the movie that we were just talking about with LeBron. Train wreck. Oh, train wreck, like all these different things. And then Monique's team is like, isn't that her resume? Isn't that what Monique's resume is also? No, no, no. Isn't that, that like Amy's you, resume? Yeah, you just said we're, we don't look at resumes, but you just oh, out, you just gave you just us Amy's, res- Amy's I resume. I see. So that doesn't your like words aren't aligning. So there's like that does like there's the color bias there. Like why is Amy making more than me when I have just as much, if not more, whatever? And then the gem, and but then Netflix was like, and you know, just to be fair, like we also think Monique is a legend. So if I'm a legend, why am I not getting paid just as much as the men are who are legends? Um, I feel really unsafe in voicing my opinion. Yeah. I'm just going to do it anyway uh, and it's feel free space. to disagree. It's a feel space. free to disagree. So what I'm hearing is mm-hmm. an industry in Netflix mm-hmm. telling a potential star in Monique. Well, she is a star, but like... <sighs> 
there are grades and levels to everything. And yeah. so when they say you're was, a legend. Right. What is what is that? Really Michael mean? Jordan's a legend. Who would I rather see? Monique or Michael Jordan? Michael I'd Jordan. pay to see Michael Jordan. You're right. both legends in your own right. Yeah. But one is definitely more um, more of a ticket seller. Right. Um, and then the resume line. If I were interpreting that conversation, I think there's something lost in translation. Mm-hmm. So if I'm saying to Monique, I'm not going to pay you that much because we don't go off resumes. Mm-hmm. That means every little thing you put on a resume, you know, right. people put in their CV, some stuff that means a lot like Madison Square Garden and some people put in like smaller things. Right. And so your resume could be 15 pages long, but it's right. mostly smaller stuff. Right. Or it could be one page long and it's Madison Square Garden and some heavy duty substantive stuff right um and so it's like we don't go off of the length of your resume we go off of who's hot right now right so hot right now is madison square garden sold out twice and this movie with lebron was amazing mostly because lebron was in it but (laughs) but amy did stuff too you're not biased at all who got paid the most in that movie definitely lbj (laughs) five minutes of oscar worthy acting i don't care what anyone says and so the uh i feel to me like they were speaking a different language. And Monique sure. was reading too much into what they were saying. But I feel so strongly like I want to agree with Monique. I, I just don't see it right now. Um, so I'm right with you, though. So I, And most of Twitter feels what you're feeling. Okay. So you're not... You're, you're, you're not you didn't fuck up here. Okay. Alex, continue like, breathing into the mic like that, and my ears are going to pop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I am sweating profusely from that explanation I just gave. Um, my yeah, I mean, are damp. there's nothing. <laughs> God, I hate that word. Like, moist and damp. damp is and like, moist. Well, People need to get over moist. Well, you need to get over not watching Blackish and Get Out. So you're holding on to a lot of feelings. <laughs> you're just eating these pistachios just, they're delicious since you were introduced to pistachios so recently you mm-hmm. need, you have a problem I need to tell you I just want to say this is the same one that I've had for the past like two months oh okay I was projecting can I have one of those yeah Thanks. you can <laughs> um, so yeah I mean um, I don't disagree at all I just think I just thought it was an interesting conversation I am not going to boycott Netflix because oh no um, you better not because I use your <laughs> Netflix account <laughs> You and so does like four other people. <laughs> I need y'all to give me money at this point. I'm like, like I need I need everyone to like, give me fifty bucks and that'll last me <laughs> for the year because my Netflix and Hulu chargers are going up. Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's talk about that off mic. I'll help you out. You're you you do not have to. We can write a letter to Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> yeah, sponsor our podcast. I meant I was gonna like write the letter and stamp it for you. I was oh. gonna give you money. Oh, that's sweet. What are friends for? Just buy me a drink every couple of every couple of times we go out. Fair. We'll be good. Fair. Um, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think they are, we're kind of, like, I think there's truth to this, right? Like, oftentimes, especially black female comedians have difficulty, mm, like, for sure. like, getting to the place where they need to be, you know? Um, I think of, um, um, the, oh, God, what is her name? She was in um, a girl's trip. Um, oh, my gosh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ooh. Tiffany Haddish, um, sure. which is another sh- movie that you need to watch because it's so funny. Girls Trip? Mm-hmm. Just make a list and email it to me. Just, I'm I just so disappointed. I've seen most of the classics. You know? Are you going to watch Black Panther? 
Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to see Black okay, Panther. I'm like, because if you don't, I will absolutely revoke your black card. No, I love, I really want to see that. Yeah. And mostly because like, Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote a lot of the... Um, comics. The comics, yeah. Yeah. I actually want to get all the comics just because I want to support him. Um, okay. But like, she was saying like, she's been doing this for a minute. Like, this is not... Like, being being a black comedian, she is 38 years old, and she's like, I've been doing this all my life, and I'm just getting, like, picked up as this, like, amazing, you know, actress, you know? And people people were actually, like, pissed that she wasn't nominated for um, uh, Best Actress um, or Precious? Supporting Act. No, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's, like, she's beautiful. She's talented. She was on SNL. She was the first female, black female comedian to be on SNL and host SNL. You know, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, how long did it take Whoopi Goldberg to be Whoopi Goldberg? You know, how long did it take Wanda Sykes to be Wanda Sykes? It takes time, and how many people take them seriously? Um, So, I feel bad for her, and I support her, but, girl, I'm still going to use my Netflix. I'm sorry. Yeah. I appreciate your efforts. Yeah. I'm all about you getting getting yours, but I need, I need my, I need my Netflix. Dang, dude. What else? Um, I mean, the government... Shut down, yeah. and then I, I guess it's not shut down anymore. I don't know. Some BS is like happening. Like February eighth. Yeah, like, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it shut down. I was watching it live because yeah. I watched. Oh yeah, C-SPAN. Yep, That's what I you was do. absolutely watching C-SPAN, and then I was flip over to like <clears throat> CNN. And... I had something in my throat. Mm-hmm. It just said nerd. It was, like... down. It was the pistachio. It kind of uh-huh. hung down a little. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're an asshole. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you call me a dork? No, it was <laughs> pistachio. I told you. I need some water. Um, but yeah, so I, that's happening. But I mean, what else is new with the the 40, 45 and his goons? You want to hear something about 45 that what? we didn't know about? What? I'm not ready. He likes art. What kind of art? I learned today. What kind of art? Apparently, very masterful work from um, painters of renowned stature. Van Gogh. Van Vincent Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah. He, He's the one that cut his ear, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is back in September. I just read this today. Okay. Uh, it was found out by the... Um, who is this guy? Oh, the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. The Washington Post reported that they... Back in September, homeboy... And Melania mm-hmm. were like, you know that Vincent Van Gogh painting from 1888? You sure. Know, a good year. It's called Landscape with Snow. It's this nice little brushy work of someone just walking along this way out on a prairie somewhere. Okay. Really kind of abstract. Mm-hmm. Vincent doing his thing. Sure. They know, they knew that this was in the Guggenheim collection. And so they messaged the Guggenheim collection. As you do. As, yeah, of course. And that's what I do when I want to get one of their paintings on loan. They were like, hey, that painting you have. Can do you we... have like a bajillion dollars to do that? Are you that much of a millionaire? No, it's just like a rental. It's like a library. Oh, okay. It's just like Because I was going to say, library. you could absolutely give me $50 for Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's a it's a public good, Bri. So you just reach out I'm to them and say, you can I borrow that million dollar Van Gogh? And so they asked the Guggenheim Foundation if they could. Okay. Just borrow it for a short amount of time. The Guggenheim Foundation, the curator, Nancy Spector. Yes. Who, if I wanted to, would be my dope person of this week. Mm-hmm. But Nancy Spector said to them, unfortunately, 
we cannot give you this because we don't painting. like you. No, we just this is not ready to be given. However, there is an artwork that we do have available that's been on show that you're more than welcome to have. And this is to hang in the White House. Yeah, this is to go on display in the White House or like in their residence. Yes. In the, oh, that's that not on display. No, if they no, no. only get to see it. Yeah, it's only for them. Okay. Yeah, it's only in the White House for the the family. Okay. And so Nancy Spector said, I can't give you that. However, um, Maurizio Catalan, mm-hmm. one of my favorite artists, mm. he is uh, actually his work has been on display for a while. It's called America. That's mm. the title of the work. And it's been on show for about eight months. And in many the Guggen- In the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. And many people have gone to see it. It is not a painting. Mm-hmm. In one bathroom of the Guggenheim Museum is a 18 karat gold-plated toilet. Shut up. The title of it is America. Fuck out of here. It's just gold toilet. (coughs) And the curator, Nancy, said, hey, I can give you this 18-karat gold toilet with instructions on how to use and maintain it while you um, have it in your home. Oh, my God. Can she be our dope person for life? I'm like, yes, Nancy. All of the yes. Thank you. And the Trump said, not quite the Van Gogh painting we were hoping for. (laughs) uh, Don't want your gold toilet. Though I'm pretty sure they have a gold toilet in their penthouse in New York. Mm, They have something gold that shit is in. But... It's yeah. not a toilet. It's not a toilet. This is um, Nancy just telling them, hey, you appreciate art? <laughs> well, so do I, but I can't give you that, and here's what you can have. is basically like one middle finger. Yeah. Or two. Two. Yeah. You know. two. So, yeah, I just wanted to say I uh, found that fascinating, and I've seen the toilet. Mm-hmm. Have so, you used it? No, they keep a surveillance on it. It's like the one bathroom where they'll let you in, but they have to be in the bathroom with you. Um, there was a line of people, like 50 people long, wrapping around the atrium. That's lovely. Just to step in one you know, I've never time. been to the Goog. I need to... Really? Yeah. I need to go. All right. On the list. Yeah. Get out and then no, Guggenheim. You have a lot more things on the list. Than no. You just there's to. a lot of things you probably haven't been to. Have you been... To, oh, I can name museums right now. Go ahead. Do it. Um, um, Hugh... Uh, what's the thing called? Ah, the Hewitt... Museum? I have not been there. The Design Museum? No. Okay. You've been to the Studio Museum? Yeah. I have. You've been to the Whitney? Yeah. The New Whitney? Yep. Okay. I went to the Whitney Native Museum. American Museum? I have. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, what about the freaking uh, Tenement Museum? Yes. It's like right here. It's not far. Uh, the Slinky Museum? Nope. I made that one out. <laughs> Uh, I'm what sure if I said more. yes to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Haven't you? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll watch a movie and you can go see the Guggenheim. I'm not going to watch 50 movies in order for you to go to one damn museum. You can you can culture me up intellectually with museums and I will culture you up and kind of down with... Um... Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I will say everything that I've told you from Get Out, Blackish, and Girl Strip... Those three things. It's kind of why I wait till the awards happen. But the awards don't mean, like, well, I'll be interested to see if Daniel Kaluuya wins Best Actor. But if they're in the conversation, I'll still go, like, right. I'll That's watch true. something. As being a nominated did person. You, did you hear that 
Casey Affleck will not be handing out the award for... He probably shouldn't because yeah. he is um, a rapist. He's a problem. They were going to give him the, uh, you go ahead and hand out Best Actress Award. Uh, actually, no. Yeah. Give the, give the I mean, you saw here. what happened when he did win. Brie Larson did not, like she, you know, announced his name and mm-hmm. she didn't clap or applaud or congratulate him. She just was like... This guy. Yeah. He won. So, yeah. Anyway... Yeah. Anything else before for the good of the order? No, I think I'm good. All right, let us basketball. Let's. I mean, there's some cool things happening. You gotta stick around if you're not into hoops. This is the week, though. This is the week. This is some good stuff. All right, good things. Let's 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 do this. All right, it's time to ball out and talk about some ball, specifically basketball. Mm -hmm. Week 15. What's the standings, bud? Standings are Boston still in the lead in the East, and so the Warriors changed. are still in the West. So nothing's changed. That's nothing. Awesome. If if anything's changed, it's pretty much that the Cavaliers have sunk it down to number three. So let's start there. Let's just talk about the Cavaliers. <sighs> I mean, really, what's going on there? Okay, let's. Okay, let's talk about that first, and then we can talk about LeBron, and then we can talk about. Okay, I like this. Okay, okay. Let's do this. state of, state of turmoil of the Cavaliers can so be they some. Had, yeah. So they had a team meeting, a secret team meeting that apparently was um, orchestrated by none other than Isaiah Thomas to specifically target Kevin Love. Yo. This secret team meeting was apparently not secret because everybody found out about it. Right. Because that's how secrets work. Like you keep it to you know that's usually how secrets work. Most of the time. Most of the time, but it didn't but work. But not with IT3. No. So, I mean, and then I think Kev, K-Love was um, asked about, you know, like, how do you feel? Like, seems like everyone's targeting you. And he's like, dude, everybody was a target. Um, <laughs> There's so, a lot of finger pointing. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, it's your fault. And you know what? I will say this, and I'm, I'm with Chuck on this, uh, Charles Barkley. Uh-huh. I'm really tired of everyone blaming, blaming Kevin Love. Yes! Can everybody... Uh, usually I am not the one to support a white man. <laughs> like, I'm not. And we all know this. I'm the first one to be like, this motherfucker. You're like, yeah, I'm the yeah. first one to be that. But, like, he's actually, like, his stats are great this season. He's doing well. He's doing what he needs to do. Because your ass can't get it together doesn't mean you gotta, I mean, normally I'm, I'm always the first one to be like, blame the white man. You, you put him at center. He's doing what he was supposed to do. Right. So it's not my fault that your shots aren't going in. J.R. Smith. Or what? What did I say something? That's fair. Did I say something wrong? He's not shooting well. No. His numbers are bad. But at the same time, I do wonder if this team is really the worst defense. Mm. uh, Kevin Love was put at center and he's not the best defender. So he was never supposed to be a marquee defender. You're but he's to, doing well, though, even in he's that. He's doing well. As well as he can you be. You gave up 148 points to the freaking uh, Thunder, and Steven Adams had 25. So I'm thinking... It's mm. garbage. Their their defense does not exist. So, ugh, it's so bad. So anyway, it just like... But I don't know what the problem is. Except defense, I don't know who, like... I, and I think somebody's, I don't know who said this, but it seems like they're not trusting each other on the, on the court. I and like, agree. I, I, there was a, the most recent game against the Spurs mm-hmm. where an iconic thing happened. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that in a second. Like mistakes that are juvenile were happening. Like high school ball mistakes were happening. Yeah. Turnovers that didn't make sense. Like, that that you know every point counts right and so you not 
making when you have the ball for the for the play and not able to get those two points, those three points, potential plus one if you have a free you know a foul mm-hmm. or whatever, that's problematic. Mm-hmm. That you're not doing your like your due diligence to make optimize the time that you have with the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's problematic. And so, but that was happening like almost every couple of possessions, every several possessions. I was just like, why did that turnover happen, so or why did that? carelessness lack of oh, practice they apparently they don't practice but i guess That's they do well because they they're on their instagram story today the Cavs instagram story they were practicing lebron looks really good working out i will say yeah you got I some was, feelings about it i was you look a little i was you okay i i had to clutch my pearls a couple of times oh i see i was like oh i was like, see. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> And then, I, and then I was like, just shave your head, buddy. Oh. <laughs> Do you know how? Just come on. Uh, All the greats have. Oh. But anywho, well, that's for no, another day, right. another day right. of time. No, you're right. Um, I know Do, I'm right. Do the tra- you, go back to train wreck, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was fake, but fine. Oh Lord God. Um. Anyway, but the, yeah. So the uh, would you hear about the changes they're making in the lineup? What what changes? Your boy Jay Crowder is going to the bench, and Tristan Thompson's re-entering the okay. starting. Because there was rumors that they were trying to trade him. They were. They were looking at moving him and Amon Shumpert, and mm-hmm. I think one other, uh, to get someone like a Kemba Walker. Okay. Or there was someone else in the trade rumors, but I forget. Oh, they were gonna get George Hill. From the Sacramento Kings, hmm. who is a really good defender, right. and he can shoot well from three. So that would space but out the floor. But if all of you suck at also defending, that doesn't matter that one person is good at defending. Well, it can help a lot if you have someone... If your wing defense is bad, mm-hmm. it helps to have someone. Just a little bit. To, this is a five-person court. You know, it's five guys on the court. One person is 20%. That's a lot. So... Tristan Thompson's coming back to start at center, which means Kevin Love can move back to the four. So that'll be good for him. Sure. LeBron on the three, Kevin on the four. Tristan at five can just rebound and defend. Hmm. That's his thing. And maybe put in a few buckets, but we don't even need that. And then you got uh, IT3 starting with J.R. Smith. And I just feel J.R. Smith is the fourth option in the starting five. Yeah. He's... He's temperamental. He's, he's not reliable. Sensitive. He's very and, sensitive. And, and the thing is, like, I love the guy. Like, I would get a drink with him. Sure. I would hang with him. Very colorful personality. I I am a fan. Yeah. But if you're not giving me the results that I need... My thing is you pouted when a Hall of Famer and Dwayne Wade came to take your spot. And you said... I want to be in the starting five. And so then Dwayne said, all right, you got feelings. I'll go sit on the bench. So Dwayne sat on the bench. And now you're averaging like six points. Like a a chump. Yeah, and he's out here with 12 and like six assists and five rebounds or something. Like Dwayne's doing work. You should be on the bench, dude. Whatever. But if Dwayne stays in the, I don't know. I almost feel like, do you think Tristan Thompson moving is going to help? A little bit because he's familiar with the play. I mean, at this point, it's I'm like it's like you're shooting shooting anything to see what sticks. Yeah. So I mean, there's definitely something going on, but I need folks to stop blaming Kevin Love. Again, how much? 
I just want that to stop because it's this is getting stupid. His stats look good. He's an all-star. If the numbers don't, yeah, if the numbers show otherwise, you need to freaking mm-hmm. get your life together. Do, how much of it do you think is the coaching? I mean, a lot of people are saying that, that it needs to be a different kind of a coach system. And we've said that before. You've said it before a couple I weeks ago. Tyloo does not like that conversation one bit. No, he sure don't. He is he has said as much, but we'll see what happens with the Caps. That Spurs game you were mentioning. Yeah. Your boy LBJ did what on that day? He became the seventh player in all of NBA history to have thirty thousand points, career points. Mm-hmm. And what I love, and like, and what I said. And I said this um, on our Instagram, yeah, and I said did. it to yeah, myself yeah, in, in, in my own personal Facebook, uh, was whether you love him or hate him, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This man is the youngest player, youngest player to make 30000 you got to respect that. I mean, Will Chamberlain got it in fewer games, but mm-hmm. still was 33, but 33 in like several hundred more days. Mm-hmm. Um but this man turned 33, his Jesus year, and Jesus was like, year. I was like, I'm going to do the 30,000. And this man mm-hmm. congratulated himself, himself before anybody oh, else yes. did. Yes. And some people are like, and of course, I was like, only LeBron would do that. And a part of me is like, it's not, I loved it. And I like, I never that. looked at it. I didn't look at it as like, you, you're, you're stuck up. You're, you know, like, ugh. I looked at it as like, he's so... He has worked hard. Yes, and he it has. Is, and he, he has conditioned his body. He, he's saying that he's the, it's the best he's ever felt mm-hmm. in, in, the, you know, in his time. And he looked at it and was just like, I worked hard for this. Yeah. I never in a million years thought that, like maybe I did, I think the way that he said it is like, you worked hard for this. Take a moment for yourself and just take it in. Um, and when he did that, and he did, he... Um, he, he, and I think him congratulating himself talks more about what success looks like and what success could look like mm-hmm. as an example of like, you know, putting goals out there, putting dreams out there and doing your best to get, to, you know, get there. Right. Cause Amen. clearly he could just be sitting on his butt doing nothing. Amen. And Amen. I will tell you what I saw in that workout today in the, in the Cavs Instagram story. Mm-hmm. My God. Right. You like, think he just does this naturally? He works for this. Right. I mean, and I knew that. I've seen him in the offseason. Yeah. Like, he's put stuff up, right? Like, we know that he, we know he does this. But, like, every once in a while when the man takes his shirt off and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, if if LeBron just, like, stood in front of me just with a basketball shirts on and and his LeBron 15s, You'd have I would. a hard time. I don't, would not know what to do. Mm-hmm. He's a and lot of man. I, oh, wow. He's a lot of man. I don't, I, I, I would need help resuscitation potentially he's, he's <laughs> will preferably we, from him if <laughs> glad you clarified um you're just like laying out on the floor and everyone's like please please someone help this woman and you just like come to consciousness a little bit it's like not you not you get lebron lebron oh <laughs> uh, people i think and so like i said last time four and a half years he becomes the scoring champion all time in NBA. Yeah, I, even if he sheds off two and a half points on average he will for his still, career, he'll yeah. still get it. And so, this man will likely retire as the greatest player to ever play this game. Okay. And no, you don't like that. 
but it's gonna happen. Someone asked me recently, a friend of ours asked me, you know, he's, he's younger. And so he was just like, was it like this when Mike was playing? Was he always compared? And I was like, no, mm, no, no he no, wasn't. No, no, no. Because there's nothing like, there, there was, was nothing, nothing like There was nothing Mike. before Mike like this. Right. Like, I mean, yes, we had great players. We had the Kareems, the Magic, the Will Chamberlain's. Like, we had great players. Like that. They were all really big. Right. Like, this guy was just, like, it It made no sense right. how good he was. Right. And granted, a lot of it is his marketing team want to be like Mike, sure. Nike, and all those different things. Like, yeah, that yeah, helps, yeah. too. But he had straight-up talent behind that. Mm-hmm. So there was no, like, at least, and again, I told him, like, I was coming from a place of bias of being the Chicagoan, but I'm sure. glad you also sure. agree with me. Like, I don't remember a time where people were comparing he Michael to anybody. He wasn't compared to anyone, no. So... Maybe it's certain styles of play, but even that, it, was, it wasn't like, oh, they're better. Like, it was like, this is the GOAT. This right. is the greatest of all time. Right. So that's why everyone now is like Kobe was compared to Mike. LeBron mm-hmm. is being compared to Mike. Right. You know, like, right. that's always going to be. And, like, mm-hmm. I think Mike is always going to be the greatest of all time because he was a, he's the first, maybe. And, uh, um, let me finish my statement. Okay. Man. Yeah, go ahead. All right? Go ahead. Try, don't try to put your, wave your penis around me like that. My, my bad. <laughs> My <laughs> but I think LeBron's going to be the greatest of all time as far as longevity is concerned. And yeah. he's been in the yes. game. He's yes. been in the he's been yeah. in the game longer. Agreed. Right? Like Kobe's been in, Kobe was in the game for 20 years. Mike wasn't. Right. And so thus his stats and things are going to be a little bit higher obviously than you're them, saying Mike Mike's. condensed his greatness into a sh- smaller window. Yeah, a 6-year window. <sighs> Is it the six years he won championships? Yeah. Because even Mm. after he retired and then came back, not Mm. the first time he retired, the second time he retired, after the sixth championship, and he came back, he was still doing great, but it wasn't... talking about Wizards, Mike? Yeah. He wasn't bad. I think he was averaging 20-something. 22. Yeah. That's Uh, not bad. That's like, say, asking... Yeah, no, That's like saying Dwayne Wade is averaging, you know... I just a think, certain number is like, come on. I just think good. Uh, his Wizards years, he does not talk about. No, because it it was like a, you know how like a, someone who, men specifically, when they have a midlife crisis, they buy like a car. Yeah. I thought that, that was his midlife crisis right, thing. Right. He was fine. I still will watch some highlights of Jordan playing Wizards basketball because mm-hmm. there are some fundamental things you can take from an older Michael Jordan. Right. To help I don't. I pretend game. those things, those years didn't exist. If I am a player, like when I like to go play mm-hmm. on the courts, you can watch a younger Michael mm-hmm. and you can take some things away, but it's kind of discouraging because of his talent level. Yeah. But if you go to an older Michael with the Wizards, you see someone who's just cerebral. He's mm-hmm. not jumping out of the gym. It's, it's the it's the basketball IQ. Yeah, his IQ is just through the roof, and right. so you don't rely as much on talent. So at my age, right, thirty one, I am looking at. The Wizards, Michael, mm-hmm. and I'm taking away so many tricks mm-hmm. from him because That's of that fair. IQ. I can but see I, that. But I think to not include the Wizards, him, and it, so he retired at 35, mm-hmm. came back at 38, mm-hmm. and then left again at 40. I think so. I'm not that. And so again, I really don't remember those years. I believe. Well, so to be that old. And as good as he was, still really great. good. Fairly, but like LeBron, that's really good. But LeBron at forty will still be averaging 20, 22 points a game. Like Mike, I think comparable p- 
point totals. But it will, what will stand out to me is every time Mike went to the finals, he won. LeBron, by the time he <laughs> leaves, what is he? He's been to the finals two Eight or times? three more times more than Jordan. Two times more than Jordan. Yeah. And he'll probably Currently, yeah. yeah, he'll probably have like ten or twelve finals appearances in his career and more losses and be, than wins. And let's be real, he carried those teams the to the finals. Whole way. That was all like him. Le, like what Jordan had. Yeah. He had he had sidekicks that helped. You take away LeBron from any of those teams, what they, did they become? They have nothing. They were destitute. What was the Miami Heat after he left? And not only that, <laughs> Jordan was in Chicago, this big market team. It was a big market team because of him. Well, not before. Before him, it wasn't much of a big market team. Yeah, it was well, a big the city, city. The city was a big market. Yeah, but, Cleveland but without LeBron nothing. has he brought the Cleveland Browns so many dollars. You got the Browns to the Cleveland city. <laughs> Come on now. He actually the metro area grossed money from LeBron James. Oh, 100 percent. And he put into the community for things that were. I just think kid from Akron. Yeah, I just think. Do you think he's gonna leave though? Um, after this year? Yes. Oh man, I hope the Cleveland. Like, and I think I he'll go to San Antonio. With Pop potentially retiring within the next couple of years. If he does, if he doesn't, and he says he'll stick around for LeBron James, then he might he might go there. We'll see. He could also go to L.A. If I Magic Johnson puts something going, together. I wonder how he would like mesh with Kawhi. Not not like. I think fine. I think they'll be fine because just Kawhi is like a quieter dude. Yeah, shut up. This is me. I'm LeBron James. Just be quiet and do the thing you do where you defend people. Kawhi's numbers are stupid good. I mean, he's off the. I mean, he's currently injured, so he's not doing much right now. Yeah, yeah. But I. All right, back to the the main thing here. I think at the end of the day, when LeBron has forty thousand points, and he's the only player to ever have forty thousand points, and you have to call him the greatest. You have to call him the greatest of all time, and he'll retire. And it's just, and it's going to hurt me. To say that. He's going to have so many accolades. We need to watch LeBron play in real life. Not just on a TV. Well, listen, those tickets are not going to be cheap. <laughs> so I've never found a cheap Cleveland Cavaliers ticket. So. I mean, we can find a cheap like Brooklyn Nets or like, you know, Brooklyn Nets tickets. and To watch the Cavs? Yeah. Watch him sit out that game. That'd be the one game. He I know, that would sits that down. would be our luck. <laughs> this team? Nah, I'm not here for this. But yeah, so I mean, it was really lovely. Once he got to the thirty thousand, he um, the first person he hugged was his boy uh, Dwayne Wade, and mm-hmm. everyone congratulated him. It was a moment. It was lovely, and I think it happened in the second quarter towards the end for a while because he only needed seven points to get there mm-hmm. at the point at the time where he was at. And he was like, he either wasn't taking shots or he was missing more than I'd like. And it took him two quarters to get him there. He was a little nervous probably. Yeah. So, but congratulations to one of the greatest of all times. He'll earn it. That's fine. I'm fine with you saying that. He's one of the greatest. It's just hard for me to do that. It's just going to be hard for me. There was something on TNT the other day. Mm -hmm. Area 21 with Kevin Garnett. Okay. They put up four pictures on the board. They put up Michael, Magic, LeBron, Kobe. They said bench one. Who would you bench? LeBron. LeBron, Kobe, Magic. Magic. You would bench Magic? Yeah. Uh, uh, No, no. 
I would bench. No, I would bench Kobe. Absolutely. The, the, I would bench Kobe. <laughs> sorry, it took. I'm sorry, that was stupid for me. I would bench Kobe. There were. That's too many big heads between him and between him and Mike. Mm-hmm. One of them has to sit out, and it'll have to be Kobe. Yeah. He, Kobe. Sorry, that was Sorry. that was stupid. I <laughs> was, was that was a guys, dumb. I, I spoke too soon. The guys on uh, the show couldn't decide what, and they said we can't choose. It's too hard. I was like, no, this is a very easy. decision. No, Kobe. Kobe sits down. <laughs> Absolutely, Kobe it's a very sits down. Simple decision. Um, <laughs> but I feel like because they're so close in age to Kobe, it would have hurt mm. their relationships. To yeah, because. They battled him so many times. Oh my god, I forgot to say this. What? Kobe was nominated for an Oscar. No way. For his animated short, um, the basketball one that that yeah. you've seen, he was nominated yeah. for an Oscar. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe Is that wild? Ryan got nominated for an Oscar. He sure did. I'm. I don't know why I'm more excited about that than like the thirty thousand <laughs> points. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. Are we surprised with his production company and things like that? He's like, Kobe Bryant. He congratulations. Killing, he'll kill whatever. And he's not interested. What I love about Kobe, and we highlighted him in one of the episodes as a dope person. Because yeah. of all the things that he's doing outside of basketball, it's not like he he's not, yes, he's making a shoe in the same way Jordan was making sure. shoes even after he retired. Yeah. But he's not resting on that. He's like, I want to do so many creative things. Because he's so like smart. Very intelligent. You know, and he's, you know, he grew up in Italy for so long, right? Because mm-hmm. he was, and so just like, he has a very like global perspective on things. And so he just has a different level of thinking that I, you know. This idea that you have to be, uh, that the age limit's happening in the NBA, mm. I don't agree with that. Mm. If you've got Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady, Kevin Garnett, LeBron James, these guys coming from the league or from high school to play in the league successfully, it can work, and I understand that, that. I mean, they also have the right people around them. All the people that you're talking, about, like LeBron's team, is like I want to be part of that honor. Oh, yeah. I, I know that I make fun of his hairline, but if LeBron called me tomorrow and was like, "I want you to drop what you're doing and work for me," I'd be like, "Okay." Oh yeah, his team is one super legit. legit. Yeah, super legit. But I mean, I, I recognize I'm only naming like four people, and there are thousands of guys who think they're going from high school to the NBA who just don't make it. Yeah, but I think it's. They go to serve in the military at 18. Yeah. And they can, like, carry guns and potentially kill people and yep. get killed themselves. I yep. mean, there's, like, a hazard there. But you can't play basketball professionally at 18. Yep. So I think loosen up on the, the ball family, LaMelo, mm. LiAngelo. Let them I mean, do what they want to do. I'm fairly certain that he has, like, as much as I have my feelings of, of the Ball family. I'm, there's something that they're doing right. So Yeah. So I, I think it's great that someone like Kobe went from high school to playing mm-hmm. the pros for 20 years, and now his life is evolving into something very beautiful and creative. Mm-hmm. It's great. Good I'm into for it. Him. I'm so into it. I hope he wins. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Um, and I wonder if they're even going to be um, broadcasting it, because... The Oscars are in March, I believe, because this weekend is the Grammys. The Grammys are going to be super lit. I'm kind mm. of excited for that. So, um, but anyway, do we want to talk about the All Stars? Because we need to. Okay, tell me, because they it has gone out. So the All Star voting. So can you explain the All Stars to me? Because I am confused how the voting happened. Because there was fan voting mm-hmm. that that produced the captains, which are Steph Curry and LeBron James. Yes. And with the fan voting. There was a pool for Ross uh, for the starters. Yeah, yeah, 
and um, a pool for the reserves. Yes. And it's part of those, like, so once that was done, uh-huh. LeBron and Steph could pick from anybody from the East or the West, depending, it doesn't matter, as long as they're part of the starter group uh-huh. or part of the reserve group. Am I correct? Yeah. Man, I'm you really got everything. smart. I don't I'm need so to explain smart. anything to you. I was. I wanted you to mansplain to me. You can I just repeat everything that you just said to me, but explain it like you didn't understand the first oh, time. That, um, can you not? Because um, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> awesome. So I'm glad I understood that. So that for those of you who do, didn't understand how the All Stars worked, that's how. Because in the past, it would just be the top players on the, each side, and they, it's East versus West. But actually, this year is Team Steph versus Team LeBron. That's right. So. Who is on Team LeBron's team? They're legit called Team James and Team Curry. Is it really? That's, team James I and think, Team Curry? Okay, I let's... think that's what it's called. That's what they're calling all it. All right. You're after a guy's name. It's like he married everyone and they all <laughs> took his last name. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is my entire does, team. does the team like jerseys just I say James on it? And Curry on it? I don't know what it's going to say. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, right. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's do the it. starters for uh, Team James. Okay. Oh my God. All right, so this list. Really it's good, lit. Really good. Can I just starters. say LeBron would be a great GM? LeBron? I don't His, his team is very, very the, good. The Instagram post that he put out there was. At Steph Curry, he's like, man, that was so much fun. I wish that were televised when they were picking people. Why wasn't it? Remember, that's the one thing we said we wanted it you to happen. You know why? Because people got feelings. Egos. You want to be the last that. person picked? Damian Lillard. Oh, so, <laughs> just you so you so stupid. I'm just kidding. I love Damian Lillard. I'm like, I love him. I love his flow. Anyway, it's securities. Okay, um, let's go. Let's go. So he said, all right. So LeBron James. I was thinking. There's no way Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins end up on the same team. Yeah. Let me tell you, this man, LeBron James, hooked. What did he do? In his starting five, Kevin Love. Obviously, he's one of them. Like, sorry, 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 sorry. LeBron. Sorry. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. So LeBron James, Kevin Durant. All right. Mm-hmm. Arguably number one and two best players in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony <laughs> Davis. Yes, I, I did. DeMar- who, who are you? Why why are you scoffing at that? At at Kevin Durant? Yeah. Number two best player in the world. Mm. Who I mean, you can All be right. the you can be the best I mean, when you, you when James you when you buy maybe. when you buy your way. Oh no, the I'm team. not disagreeing with you. That's fine. <laughs> like, I think that's if you, I, I think one on one you take take him off of there, he's a killer. But you put him on that team and he doesn't have to work as hard. Yeah, because, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's fine. That it's we called laziness. Agree. Yeah, we all agree <laughs> yeah. that he's a lazy bum. All right, great. Um, punk ass move. <laughs> punk ass <laughs> All right, next. KD, you saw my basketball, you punk ass. <laughs> if we ever met me, KD, and he listens to our podcast, he's gonna be like, "You guys are fuckers. I hate you." Remember that time I went to go play for a team that had seventy three wins? Yeah, that was great. Um, so right. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and the starting lineup, plus Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins, two guys averaging twenty five points and at least ten rebounds each. And stupid blocks. And also, they're so fun to watch. They're like, very fun to watch. Ugh. They're both really And I good. would never watch the Pelicans, ever. Oh, yeah. Shout out to DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins, who was the first player since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the 70s to get a game with at least 40 points, 20 yeah. rebounds, and 10 assists. Just disgusting. That's I the mean, grossest. People are, people are saying that he's in the he's in the market of going to the Cavs if... Yeah. I mean, the way that... Because even LeBron gave him a shout-out. So, anyway. They've been trying to get him. And then, so, and then Cousins the, in the center, Davis, power forward, Durant, um, shooting guard, 
and LeBron small forward and your point guard. I was really excited about this. Your boy Kyrie Irving, Earth is flat. Kyrie Forrest, Kushlan technology. I need you to never say Earth is flat again. Plant based diet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, LeBron's former teammate. I was kind of surprised because no. I, the reason why I I was surprised for like a millisecond, then I was like, nah, nah. LeBron cares too much about the game. To yes. care about feelings. Of course. And so I was like, oh. Trying to win this fucking game. Okay. Who knows how to play with me? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving. Yeah. I'll take him. And also, Kyrie Irving is, uh, I will tell you, out of this list of starters, nah, Kyrie was not the last person picked. Oh, he might have been. Kyrie might have been the last person yeah, picked. Yeah, I can see that. But either way, I will he's say, good. I will say, if you look at um, his, like, he wrote it out and put it on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think Boogie was the first person he picked. No, he picked no. He, he picked he picked Kevin. KD. He picked Kevin first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So no, 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 let's his do this because I do want to know. So I think he picked Kevin first, and then okay, so we should announce the West starters then. Yeah, let's do, the, to yeah. do this. So the Western starters, we'll just go through it because this squad is mm-hmm. fine, but it. What doesn't, side are you looking at? Which one are you looking at? Uh, I'm on this uh, USA Today. Okay. Um, the West starters are Steph Curry, mm-hmm. starting. Duh, because he's the captain. Picked James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. All right. Okay. So, so what, what order do you think these guys were picked? Well, I need to find all of them. I don't want, I just want the list. God damn it. The results of the NBA inaugural draft. So yeah, LeBron would have picked first. No, wait. Did Steph pick first? Steph, if, if Steph picked first and didn't pick his own teammate. All-Star Draft, which was announced Thursday. James and Curry, leading fan voter get conference. Okay, so I think... James had the first pick. So I think he picked KD first. Oh, so wait. James had the first pick, and Steph Curry got to choose which color his team will wear. Okay, fine. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, you can pick whatever color. So you think he picked KD first? 100% he picked KD first. Then Curry picked? Um, Harden. You think Harden over Giannis? No, because he said... No, I think he picked Harden. Okay. Yeah. So you think he picked Harden. And then LeBron was like, okay. And mm-hmm. he picked Who? Anthony Davis. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably AD. With the center. Yeah, the center. So then your choice as Steph Curry is to then pick... Anatokounmpo. Yeah. I'm... I think we're correct. I think we are correct. I might say that Anatokounmpo before Harden, maybe. Maybe. But you could be right. And But I'm surprised that he passed up AD or DeMarcus Cousins with his second pick. I mean, or, I, I wonder what Steph's strategy, like Steph's strategy was, because it's such a. He was like, "Let me see how undermanned I can be right. to beat this guy," and because then, so that's then, all he knows how to play. Yeah, and then he picked Antetokounmpo, and then LeBron said, "Okay, then I'll pick Demarcus Cousins." Mm-hmm. So I got the starting guys, the big men for New Orleans. This is gross. This is, system is amazing. I love this. I know. I just again, I wish it was televised. Because remember, that's all. That's the first thing we said. All I want is the draft to be like when they are picking to be televised. That's all I asked. 
Anyway, whatever. Yeah, and then I'm sure Curry picked a big guy like Joel Embiid, and then LeBron said, I'll take Kyrie, mm-hmm. and then Steph Curry picked DeMar DeRozan. Right. I'm sure that's how it went. I think that's how it went, too. And then uh, the reserve guys. Woo! The reserves, I think, I think he picked, so LeBron, I think, picked mm, Russell. Russell Westbrook, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, I think that was the next. And then Steph picked. Oh, this is gross. Uh, well, who would have Steph picked? Mm, maybe Kyle Lowry? Mm, I think he probably picked. Or is it Carl Anthony Towns? Carl Anthony Towns. I think, it, I think it'll be Carl because he needs another big, he needs yeah, a big man. So that Carl. makes sense. And then I think he picked. LeBron. LeBron, I think, picked. I think he may have picked Kristaps. I think so too. I think he probably picked Kristaps Porzingis. Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at some uh, what? What in the West? Uh, oh, man. This, I mean, this could be like a toss up. It could be any of them. I uh, think. I think Clay Thompson. Yeah, I was thinking Clay Thompson too. That I mean, y- you can get those three pointers that you need. Right. Um, and then LeBron, I think, would have then picked. Um, uh, maybe Bradley Beal. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think Bradley? Nah, I think he probably went with another big man. You think it was like well, Lamar- Lamarcus? I would have picked John Wall over Bradley Beal. We'll say that. But I if- would have too, but I think Bradley Beal's numbers are looking really good in the at the in the Wizards. They are, but it's nice to have another ball handler who can um, that's true dish mm-hmm. like Kyrie can ball handle, but he doesn't dish like John yeah. Wall. Okay, so let's say John Wall. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Who knows? And then, I don't know, he probably picked a Jimmy Butler after. Probably Jimmy Butler then. Yeah, and then LeBron picked... Kate Love, don't you think? Yeah, maybe another big man. You already know. You getting the the band back together, you, Kate Love, and Kyrie. Yeah, because you guys all know how to play together. Right. It'll be interesting to see Westbrook and Kevin in in the same team, just like I was thinking about that. Um, And then... I would not be surprised if Steph Curry then picked either Al Horford or Draymond Green. That's what I was thinking. It's one of those two. I will say Al Horford. Al Horford. Yeah. Probably wanted to mix it up. Yeah. And then LeBron, I think, probably went. I think he did Victor uh, Oladipo. You think so? Yeah. Over uh, LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah. And Bradley Beal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's having a great year. Yeah, so I mean, why not? He's like, let's take him. I think it's funny, the thought of LeBron seeing uh, Draymond Green as an option. Mm-hmm. Like, and just be like, nah, I'm No, <laughs> every time I think of him, my balls hurt. <laughs> I think of Draymond. Eh? He will hit me even when he's on my team. Uh, um, and then I think Damian Lillard makes sense. Okay, you lean on Kyle Lowry still. I, I agree with you. I do think it's Damian Lillard. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! So Draymond's still late on the come up. I, yeah, I think I think Draymond is like it, like towards the end. And then LeBron probably still goes with. He's not Lamarcus Aldridge because he's already got AD, yeah, that's Cousins, he, and there's, Kevin Love. And I think Lamarcus Aldridge was the last pick on on LeBron's team, and Bradley Beal was the next one. You think Bradley Beal then Lamarcus Aldridge? Yeah. Okay, and then on the west side, you would say. I would say Damian Lillard and then Kyle Lowry. Do we do Draymond? Damian Lillard, 
Draymond Green, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I would say that's probably how it went. Yeah. They, uh, what man. a what So who's going to win that game? Team LeBron. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Consider them the West. 1,000% <laughs> Team LeBron. And the it's, cool thing is that most of them are from the East. Except for uh, no. no, we have West players. Damn it! I got excited for no, a second. No, that's the whole. I think they, I think it's split pretty evenly. He between. wanted they, they had to. Like, yeah, no, that makes sense. This. Yeah, I'm very excited that this format is Yo, taking I place. Yo, I I just wish it was done. This is gonna be amazing. Live, the picks, and I mean, nah, there people I got snubbed, live. right? I'll like, live. there's there's people who got snubbed, like Paul George. Paul George, people are in the feels about that. Even even uh, Westbrook was like, I don't Burn. even understand that. Like, he's have you seen his stats? He deserves to be an All Star. But it's it's a popularity vote, right? Like it's a popularity contest on top of you being a good player. I don't know how people made this into a, a slight at Damian Lillard, but I mm. guess Damian Lillard felt discouraged, like he was uh, he didn't deserve to be there because no, Westbrook was saying that Paul George got snubbed. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but it, that could have also been for literally any of them. Sure, exactly. I don't know how so they made that into him. Yeah, but there it is, and uh, oh, it's a good lineup though. That that LeBron team is gonna be so good. Yeah, he's they're gonna kick everybody's ass. It's gonna be great. I'm very I'm very into it. I'm excited to see LeBron play with Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis on the same. They're gonna floor. have a lot of fun because the two of them are big old goofballs, and right. they're gonna have a lot of fun. He's, I am so excited for this. God, LeBron James. This is his 14th All Star game. I mean, if you know what you're doing. He's so good. All right. Um, but yeah, so that is, that's the all-star games and what an exciting time to be understanding basketball and Mm -hmm. watching basketball. I like this new setup. It's different, but I'm into it. Yeah. Did you vote for the all-stars? This year? I think I, I did not. I did. It's the first time in about four years I have not voted. Mm -hmm. I was just excited to see the new format and how it went. It'll be fun. Trust and belief. It's going to be a good time. Cool. So I think now that we're done with all things ball, do you want to move on to some dope people? Yeah, I would. let's do it. All right, so it's now time to talk about some dope people, and I think this week it's my turn to go first. Go for it. So um, I am going to talk about someone that has nothing to do with basketball. Okay. But has everything to do with being just dope and. From the like month that I was having, mm-hmm. the, the couple of weeks I was having, I needed this. And this person gave me all my life and then some. Tony Robbins. Um, no. Oh. I actually don't believe in his message. I mean, it's, whatever. Yeah. I don't not believe in it. It's just like, eh, cool. If it, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, cool. It's not Tony Robbins. No, it's not Tony Robbins. Who is it? Um, this person... Uh, his name is King Johnson. And you must be wondering, who's King Johnson? Well, let me tell you a little bit about him. <laughs> um, so he is a young, um, I'm assuming, black child. Maybe nine or ten years old. There's a photograph of him? There isn't. But I'm getting to it. Okay. I'm getting to it. Not only King Johnson, but also whoever his guardians, parents people are they're okay. also dope as well oh but we're getting we're getting to this okay? i'm feeling i'm feeling real emotional already. it's 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 it just 
It's everything. Ah. It's everything. So he apparently has a class assignment where he has to write in his journal every day. I remember doing similar things in, you know, fourth, fifth grade of like, write how you're feeling and your teacher grades it for grammar or whatever. Anyway, so this day, um, he decided to give his teacher critical feedback oh boy. On, um, on her Christopher Columbus lesson. So he's like, I just want to address some things. Unfortunately, his teacher had a different perspective on it. But let me just tell you what he said in his, in his uh, January 22nd, 2018 journal. Ready for it? I think so. So this is handwritten. I'll show you. It's handwritten like this. Oh, not, ba- not bad. No, not bad at all. Pro- again, probably fifth grade, fourth grade, you know, nine, ten years old. Today was not a good learning day. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, he said that. Today was not a good learning day, period. Blah, blah, blah. I only wanted to hear you not talking. You said something wrong, and I can't listen when I hear lies. My mom said... The only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Because Columbus didn't find our country. The Indians did. Sweetie, it's the Native Americans, but okay, it's fine. Yes. I like to have I like I like to have Columbus Day off, but I want you not to teach me lies. That is all. My question for the day is, which I assuming is like you say your how you're feeling and then you end it with your question for the day. How can white people teach black history? Dash King Johnson. The teacher, you know, reads these journals and responded to it. I'm assuming super white, white person, because he's asking why can white people teach black history? The teacher responds, King, I'm very disappointed in your journal today. Whoever the teacher's name is. Yeah. And King responds, because it's a journal, right? Oh, that's all they said? That's all they said. Nothing else. Didn't answer the question. Didn't do anything. And you know what King replied as? What? Look at the bottom. What did it, what does it say? Okay. That's how he responded. Okay. Oh, you're disappointed? Okay. What? So King is my dope person because one, oh. it's I think it's wonderful that a black child was like, Hey teacher, you are incorrect. And so I'm here to tell you that you're incorrect. Hmm. Um, and thank you for his, his woke-ass parents or guardians or people in his life that told him, what's up? And screw you, white teacher, who could not fucking address the student's question or his thoughts. You couldn't critically give him better feedback or, or just an answer to his question. Is your white fragility that bad? So he's just my dope person for just giving me all the life yeah. that I needed. And, yeah, I might be a little petty, but I don't care. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, that's, that's fair. I, I fell out when I saw it just said, okay. I was just like, oh, my God. He was just like, okay, you're not going to answer my question? Cool. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you're not the first white person to disappoint me. <laughs> thinking back to the days of youth in <laughs> yeah. elementary school, I'm just envisioning a child who writes that, and I'm feeling, what is today? The We're in... January 25th. So you might be hearing this on the 26th. Full semester or so mm-hmm. with someone. Yeah. I feel like there's usually a built up history with mm-hmm. students where it's like, hey, I don't need to tell you how I feel about this, but we'll talk or, or you'll know how I feel about this. Suffice it to say, 
I'm disappointed. And they know what that means. And the okay is also established as we already have a relationship. Right. And you know I'm an okay kind of attitude toward right. you most. I'm lukewarm at best on you, teacher. Right. Most days. <laughs> and this, this teacher's like, you've had your better days. And today I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. And he's like, and again, I give no shits, teacher. And yeah. It's like, because you, cause as I mentioned to you, I don't like it when you teach me lies. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's like... The teacher, unfortunately, did not do their job in that. Yeah. They you probably didn't teach, didn't, you yeah, dumbass. They didn't teach because they probably have somewhat given up on this student, which is not which is the really correct mentality yeah. to have. You want to say, I'm disappointed in your journal and, but, or not and, it's a but, I think what you're citing has good kernels of truth in it, right. which are worth... Um, considering. Which I'm also wondering, like, there's nothing wrong with talking about Christopher Columbus in the classroom. No. But let's talk about the truth about him. Let's not, let's not right. sugarcoat what he didn't do. I wonder if we could look back into history mm-hmm. so far back that we found out the Native Americans actually stole the land from, like, other people. Pretty before sure they that. did it. Well, I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> we all think you're right because they're called Native Americans. Right. And also, they're not Indians because I'm an Indian. Indians are from India. Right. Native Americans. um, Well, some people... Actually, there are some tribes... Yeah, they consider themselves Indian. American Indian. Yeah. Which is odd, but I mean, it's been adopted. Indigenous peoples. And at the end of the day, it is how they identify. I can't take that away from them. I I can get all like like technical like technically your indians are from india so like i can be like possessive about that mm-hmm. um i think just calling them native or indigenous folks like i think it's it's fine yeah. um in my opinion but if someone's like no i want to be identified as you know indian like american indian um i'd be like okay if that's what, if that's it's, it's like me telling someone who identifies as like part of the lgbt community and being like no you're not like what that's not does that doesn't make sense yeah no i'm with you yeah i feel that yeah oh hey you know what all for kids sticking into the man yeah education's for suckers white teacher and and yes king johnson you if i had a child i hope their spirit was was that letter of like nah i feel that yeah so that's my dope person king johnson and his and the community that has raised him correctly i like it and not the white teacher Wait, so if I'm hearing you correctly, Christopher Columbus was a saint. Yes, And the absolutely. teacher did their job. Yes, absolutely. All right, cool. Fantastic. That is not what I said. Thanks, Bri. Thanks for uh, being a man and not listening to my words. Carry on with manly how many, things. How many, Kevin how many, Love. How many, how many times have you mansplained things to me today? I'm going for a record. Hard. I'm just um, giving you a hard time. Can I? Can, I'm going to talk about a white man now. Okay. Um, <laughs> a white man? Yeah. Let me talk, woman. Oh, wow. Okay, damn. <laughs> God damn. We're going to go into some talking about... If no one has ever heard our cast and just heard this one, they'd be like, Alex is an asshole. This is really <laughs> this obnoxious. Is, this is terrible. Sorry, fans out there. Um, He's actually lovely, folks. I promise. Today is the day of... Um, you know, you had some rough times at, at, in the past weeks, you mentioned. Sure. And I feel like lately... Just like self-doubt stuff. Just like internal, sure. internal You know, in, junk. and the world's coming at you and you're just like feeling, yeah. you're like feeling some type junk. of way about that. Yeah, You totally. know, you and Kevin Love, you both feel the same way. You know probably. what? And not just recently, I just said, I need people to stop blaming him. And I, he, I just want his pretty blue eyes to you know? 
He is so cute. He's very attractive. He's so attractive. He's a good-looking man. And we're going to talk about Kevin Love a little bit. Let's do it. Is he your dope person? He's my dope person. I'm just going to show him some love because right. I just feel Aww, like I'm not I'm enough people. I'm going to show Kevin Love some love. <laughs> are, they're not giving him enough love these days. And congratulations, you just got uh, selected to the All-Star team yeah. again. On the team that's going to win. On the team that's definitely going to dominate. Yep. So do it. <laughs> they don't win. And then everyone blames Kevin Love. Oh, <laughs> that's too too real. I hope he's okay. <laughs> They'll win. So uh, points per game. Uh, right now he's averaging 18 uh, point four and nine point four rebounds, and that's really good. Yeah. And so the guy's doing work down there, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin Love is six foot ten, two hundred fifty one pounds. That's a lot of man. That's only twelve pounds more than the president. <laughs> think about that. I was not expecting you to compare him think, to forty five. Think about that <laughs> bill of health. I just uh, want to say, <laughs> but you know he's superbly healthy. There's a six pack under there somewhere. Six <laughs> Deep foot, down six foot ten, uh, two hundred fifty one pounds. He is twenty nine years old, and he was selected first round, fifth so if, overall. So if I were to date him, I'd be a cougar dating him. Yeah, you would. By one year. By <laughs> yeah, he's uh from UCLA, but mm-hmm. he's drafted two thousand eight, first round, fifth overall. By do you know who drafted him? I did not know this. Mm, it's not. Mm, It's tricky. Um, Dallas Mavericks. No, the so he from. I mean, they're right on the west side. Yes, Cleveland got him from Minnesota, but Minnesota's right. not who drafted. No, him. I know Minnesota's. Like you just said that. Yeah. So, um, the Portland Trailblazers. No, I'll just tell you, it's Memphis. The, oh. The Memphis Grizzlies selected him. I always find it weird that Memphis is in. The West. because the they're on the eastern side the of the Mississippi. Yeah. No, I'm right with you. Down. Let's fix that. Same, same brain. Let's fix it. Right after the All-Star break, we need to fix that. <laughs> Here's some stuff about Kevin Love. Okay. Maybe you didn't know. Uh, he... He's really cute. Ooh. Love's uncle, Mike Love, is the founding member of the Beach Boys. Whoa, I did not know that. That's cool. I sure did not know that either. Um, he's not the only athlete in his family. His aunt... Kathleen McCartney Hurst Mm -hmm. was a well-known triathlete. Oh, wow. And his parents chose the name Wesley for his middle name. So it's Mm -hmm. Kevin Wesley Love, named after the family friend in Washington Bullets uh, Center, Hall of Famer Wes Unseld. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Considering who he is now. Wrigley, relax, buddy. He's not a Bullets fan. (laughs) Uh, Calm down, dude. Uh... He has a six-year endorsement with 361 Degrees, a Chinese shoe company. Oh, Did okay. not know that. D not know. And um, he was on the cover of EA Sports NCAA Basketball in 2009. He had a GQ cover, too. He had a GQ cover as and well. Sparkling eyes. Um, it made me feel things in my insides. Did it? It's He, he looked really good. Oh. A, a guy... A, Guy in a suit and well tailored. I think it was suit. a three piece suit, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was it? I don't remember, Do but it's uh, it was very hot. Um, uh, Wes Unseld, and in 2009, Love became the first among NBA players to join the Hoops for St. Jude charity program benefiting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital after great, working for the hospital part. Great, yeah. great charity. 
There I've, you go. Yeah, I've give, I give them money every year. So you and uh, Kevin Love have something in common there. So I could date him? That's exactly what that means. <laughs> so I'm glad you were listening. So uh, th- just a short little snippet about Kevin Love. Um, of course, we know he was acquired from his amazing days with the uh, Timberwolves mm-hmm. before coming to the Cavaliers. Yep. At which point he's been an excellent contributing member and when he's not having figures pointed at him as, uh, you know, it's not great it to be the minority, but when you're the white guy in a locker room of all black guys, you kind of have to take it. And I, I'm sorry, he's doing a good job. And he's also a pretty boy. Yeah, he it knows. You know, he's, he's pretty. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to be in Kevin Love's mind when he's in those meetings and J.I. is like, man, I know I'm only scoring five points a game, but it's fucking Kevin's fault. <laughs> you know? Sorry, I just saw a picture of Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. That's making me feel things. You turn five shades of red. I don't know if my body can. Oh, he's got some um, some, some definition. My God. Well, I've never seen a picture of Kevin Love shirtless. I don't think I ever have. But. Uh, oh, well, this is this is the naked version. Remember they did naked? Oh, the ESPN yeah. body mm-hmm. issue? Oh, I didn't know. I forgot he was in that. Mm-hmm. So there's something interesting for you there. Google Kevin Love body ESPN. Have fun. So that is uh, my quick. <laughs> Your eyes went as wide as a basketball. You're, you've gone down a rabbit hole. Come back, Bri. Wait, are um, we? Oh, we're, my, still, we're my, recording a cast. I'm sorry. Dope, I'm sorry. My dope person is Kevin Love. That's all I want to say. Um, yeah, because I might need a minute fame. for myself. <laughs> you can do that on your own time. Um, Boy. Kevin Love, what a guy. And I'm only wishing the best for him, too, because, you know, it's, not, it's been rough. Yeah. It's been rough out in these streets for the, for our dude. Go ahead, have a time at the All-Star Game, and, and cheers to you. Yes, absolutely. Well, that is the end of our cast. Mm-hmm. So it was lovely, friend. Um, and I'm excited for all the really dope things that are going to happen and all the BS that's going to happen, I guess, so in the next week. It's going to so be fun. Be sure to continue to check us out. Follow us on the gram. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah. So until next time, be dope and we'll see you later. See ya.